Hello and welcome to another episode of Extraordinary Interviews with Ordinary People. I'm your host, Nathan Andrews. On today's episode, I interview an old friend of mine, Manny. We've got a great episode for you today. We will get right to the recording after a message from our sponsor. Today's episode brought to you by South Park, Wednesday nights at 10 on Comedy Central. Also, before today's episode, we do have a quick announcement. Here at the show, we are currently looking for a new and better host. If you are interested, please submit your resume to careers at eiop.com. Hey, what the f- Just like to start with your date of birth, just the years fine so we can kind of gauge. 89. 89. You young almost made it. Almost made it to the 90s. <laughs> right? You're an 80s baby, just barely. Where did you grow up in the Philippines? I grew up in, it's a small town uh, called, called Cavite. It's, it's like about 30 minutes away from Manila. Oh, okay. So Manila is like the big, yeah, that's the, knows. yeah, that's the capital of, yeah. If you think of Philippines, Philip, Philippines, you, you'll think of Manila, but we're in a little like coastal Manila. Your mother and father were there, I know. And then you, you had a brothers and sisters there mm-hmm. too. How many? I have one older sister and one older brother. And they were all in the Philippines at that time? Yep, all born in the Philippines. So what was it like in the Philippines in young life? Or at first, I should say, what age did you leave the Philippines? So I technically didn't permanently leave until I was 14. Oh, so pretty old. Pretty you have old. a lot of memories. Of oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I didn't want to be like, what were the Philippines like? Like, I left when I was two, asshole. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I wasn't no, sure, so. You, you, I would say I am so happy I spent my childhood in the Philippines. Yeah. Because we lived in a farm. Mm-hmm. My uh, my grandpa was a rice farmer. Oh wow! Um, so he, he was you know he was doing the farming, mm-hmm. and then eventually when it you know started becoming you know building people building around it, the farm eventually went away. But he got a portion of the land. Oh, okay. B- because he was a farmer, mm-hmm. and then that's where he built his house, and then he gave like part of the lots to to my uncles and aunties. So. Even now, all my uncles and aunties, they live next to each other because they've built their houses oh, next to each crazy. other. They yeah. just have like a bunch of acreage. and Yeah. So when you were younger, did you work on the farm or anything like that or help with the farm? No. So when I was born, mm-hmm. the farm wasn't... Oh, it was already gone. Yeah, it was already on, gone. On but, but the land was still, you know, pretty empty at that point. Yeah. Did you go to school? Like... I'm pretty ignorant about the Philippines, and you're in, like, a small little county, but is there, like, a big school, or is it more, like, homeschooling? Or? No, there's, there's there's a few schools in there. What was it like for you, say, in, like, middle school? Or... So, fun fact, in the Philippines, we only had elementary, so mm-hmm. one to six, and then we don't have middle school. We don't have seven, eight, so it's elementary, one to six, and then you jump over to high school. Wow. For four years. That's weird. Yeah. So wait. So did you finish high school at like fourteen? Sixteen. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. What was school like in the Philippines? Is it same here? You would say you think, or is it any different? Well, any weird things. Well, first of all, there's no such thing as air conditioner in the Philippines in schools. <laughs> yeah, so hot. So there's full bastards here. <laughs> Yeah, that and, must be... And two, it's, it's... It's, like, humid in, It's humid right? AF in the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, that's So, crazy. yeah, you're sweating bullets. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's different. It's so yeah. much different. Um, I think, oh. I think just, just with, 
what we have. Mm-hmm. We have like wooden, wooden um, desks that you know cut. It looks like kind of like recycled stuff. Um, I remember every every day. So we, have, we probably have like ten rows of you know desks. Mm-hmm. Um, each row is designated to clean the room every day. So let's say Mondays, the first row is gonna clean. Mm-hmm. Second, you know, Tuesday, the second row, because we didn't have janitors. Yeah, I I remember hearing that's kind of similar to Japan. They the, a lot of the students just clean all the time. Mm-hmm. Man, why don't they do that here? Child that's, labor. Well, it's all. I mean, yeah, that's good child labor, but <laughs> I mean, it's a good lesson, right? It is. It teaches um, you to respect. Uh, you don't want to mess up the room because you got to clean it on yep. Monday. You know what I mean? So that's like yep. a good lesson. It is. So it was like kind of like a poorer. You would say it is. Well, I mean, we we are a third world country. Right. You don't so. think of it like that nowadays. Um, some parts. Yeah, yeah but I mean, it's it's, it's not as bad as you know what we know back third when world you were there. <laughs> but it, it's funny because people ask me, it's like, you guys, you know, you do all these stuff. Like, did you know you were poor? But I didn't know any better. That's that's yeah. all I knew. No. Yeah, I think a lot of people. They don't realize that if it's your life, it's your life. Yeah. You don't know any better or any different. You didn't have, like, the Jewish kids up the hill. <laughs> like, no. You know what I mean? Like, like they do here, you know? When you're poor, there's always something on the other side of the train tracks. But you were just in a poor city. Everybody yep. was poor. So you went into high school at what age then? Like, it's got to be, like, 11 or 12. 12. Probably that seems 12. so crazy. Yeah. 12 going into high school. Fresh man. Fresh man. <laughs> <laughs> we did, we really didn't call it freshman, you know, it's it's just um high school. We actually call it first year, second year, third year and fourth year. That's how creative we were. <laughs> right? So clever. <laughs> what was there any of that high school dynamic though? Like the fourth year students were kind of picking on the first year students like seniors freshman thing or does that I didn't not ex- really I didn't experience it. No. Mm. I didn't really experience it here either. Like, you hear a lot about that, like, seniors hashling the freshmen, but maybe because I didn't pay attention enough to it. I think a lot of it was, um, a lot of the people who I went with in mm-hmm. elementary, I actually was, were also my classmates. Oh, yeah. Going to high school, because it's such a small town. Right. So you either, you either only go to public school or mm-hmm. private school. Okay. So the people with with money goes to the Catholic <laughs> private the school. Catholic private school. Um, and then everybody else goes to the public school. And so it's kind of like you kind of kept that bond and camaraderie of, you know, the people who you right. knew. So it's like people wouldn't really want to... I don't know. I think it's... it's uh, I don't know if it's like people don't really want to mess with you because you're in a large group, you know, group of friends. But also people are so busy just being with their group of friends that they right. don't really care about any Everybody other Everybody else, yeah. you all had your kind of circles. Exactly. Well, it's also probably just that small town feel like everybody knows each other so you're not going to fuck around. Yeah. I'm like, going to tell my mom on you. <laughs> right? I bet there was a lot of that. But then also... But then also I'm going to tell my mommy. My auntie was also a teacher at the elementary oh, school really? I was at. So That's nobody funny. could mess with me. Right, you had a teacher as yep. a auntie. So you probably you have a lot of aunties and uncles. I do. I can't imagine. My my How mom many? has. There are there are eight of them. My dad's side, there's probably also eight of them. Oh wow, that's so I have a lot. That's all you got to keep track of all of them. <laughs> there are no TVs in the Philippines. <laughs> what did your father and mother do? So, in the Philippines, my dad. So when 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 they met, my mom was just a full time housewife. Before they met, my mom worked at a 
think at a factory. I think they make um, fabric. Mm -hmm. But my dad um, was a crew, per, uh, a crew, crew member at a cargo ship. Oh, okay. So like on a cargo ship. Cargo ship. That's crazy. <laughs> so he was he was gone six months to a year at a time. Oh so, wow! He so was gone a lot of the year. Mo most of the time, my mom really just raised us. That's crazy. That's why I kind of grew with like my aunties and my grandpa and my grandma because right. my dad was always gone. Yeah, it's kind of like a group effort raising you, the kids. Yep. And do you feel like you missed out on a lot of father time because of that, or? I don't know. I guess another thing you just didn't notice because it was normal to you. I didn't notice, but also I had a lot of father figure too. In right. Life. So you like, got a lot of older male figures. So I was super close to my grandpa. Um, super close to my grandpa. And I had all my uncles. Actually, one of my uncles, we, we call him, you know, dad. Yeah. Like a, so lot, of, a lot of my siblings. Yeah. So and grandpa and maybe one of the uncles kind of were your dad, basically. Yeah. They kind of filled I it. think it's like he was everybody's dad. Right. Yeah. So there's one he uncle was that, that was everybody's fatherly dad. Fatherly guy. Exactly. And I mean, that, that feels like kind of normal for back then in that country. Like the mom stayed at home, the dad worked, and, mm -hmm. and the community kind of pitched in to raise the kids. But that's still crazy on a boat six months out of the year. Like, yeah. Did anything crazy ever happen on the boat? Like, oh, any, yeah, like... there, there, my dad told me that there were times that he thought he was going to die because that's crazy. Sometimes the, I think one of the ship that he was on uh. actually sunk. Oh, wow. That's wild. So. Because that's crazy. Right? Cargo ships are those big, huge yes. things going through uh -huh. the ocean. Where was, do you know, I, you might not know, but do you know, like, where he was going? Was All he, like, over the world. Going um, back and forth? He's gone to, like, Cuba. He's That's gone crazy. to Europe. Everywhere. That's so cool. I never really knew or asked what type of cargo. <laughs> Probably drugs. But it could have been something horrible, right? Could have <laughs> yeah. been, it could have been people in exactly. those cargo containers. You, That's you crazy. You just never knew. Or it could have been mattresses. Who knows, but... That is pretty wild. Uh-huh. So when your dad came home for the six or the other part, was it like this big event? Like, oh, dad's home. We're all going to like spend time with him. And Yeah, it's like it's like people coming from overseas, right? Yeah. Spend time with Were him. Were you happy he was coming back? Like, oh, yay, the next month, dad's No, I was here. a mama's boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I think my mom just kind of like tried her best to say, hey, you know, this is your dad. We would like take pictures and she uh -huh. would like actually write stuff behind the photo oh, wow. and send it over that's crazy to him um so because i was the same way with my stepdad he worked on um the oil tankers like out in the ocean he would he would paint them so he was gone for a while and I mean, he was my stepdad so i didn't really like him but it was a great setup he made good money he was gone most of the time and when he was back it was all like fun and oh dad's back let's like, let's enjoy it before he leaves again sort mm -hmm. of things so i don't know if it was the same with you do you guys uh was this, was never super close to my dad i i oh, think really? i grew up with with my mom and just my uncles and okay my grandma. that makes sense mm -hmm. Did you ever do work in the Philippines? Like, no child labor laws, right? So you, no you, child had, you labor didn't have, laws, like, a no. job or anything? No. What made you come to the U.S.? Was it, like, them sending off their kid, or what happened there? So, the story of coming to the U.S. is a little crazy. My dad was saying, you know, I can only be in the sea for so long. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. We've had relatives in the Philippines, I mean, in, in the United States, so my mom had relatives in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. So she already like, had kind, like of, cousins. kind of like a contact over here. Um, and then my dad had 
some um, siblings here too in California. Okay. So I can't remember the date, but um, I think I was six years old. So maybe what's that? Ninety. Ninety-five. Ninety-five or ninety-six. Mm-hmm. See, that's why we write the year down. Yeah. <laughs> ninety-five, ninety-six. He's uh-huh. like, this is gonna be unsustainable. You know, I want to have a better life for my family. Right. And I can't do this much longer. God, that had to be a horrible job. So he actually jumped ship. Oh, so like he can't just quit. He like he well abandoned. Well, if you quit, job. you have to. You're just gonna go back to the Philippines because that's where you're from. Oh, okay. He illegally jumped ship. Oh, in the U.S. In the U.S. Oh, okay. Yes. I gotcha. So he jumped ship in the U.S. Um, he ended up. I think he jumped ship in Michigan because there's like a, a port there. Right. For the cargo, like it's it's the biggest port down in the you know up in the Midwest, mm-hmm. and then kind of contacted my mom's cousin to say hey get you know kind of like planned it's like he's gonna jump ship at this um this month or this time period you know yeah somewhere for a place to stay yeah probably kind of vague right can't yeah. like nail down to the exact day or anything. correct yeah so <laughs> whenever the ship arrives I don't, I don't know a lot of details because i was fairly young when that happened yeah. all i knew was my dad jumped ship for uh-huh. a better life mm-hmm. chance of a better life for the family um, and then he ended up staying with my, you know, my mom's family for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then, so he was, he was, he was an illegal Im- immigrant f- yeah, for a while. That's crazy. And the plan was to have my mom's cousin marry him so he can get papers. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Okay. But then, <laughs> and, and I don't know what happened. She, he ended up finding someone to marry. Oh, okay. A white girl. Okay that really liked him okay so he didn't tell her what the plans are right he's just trying to get papers just trying to get papers but do you think he liked her a lot like he found or at all he found i think so oh yeah i think i think my dad was years on a ship oh yeah probably stoked to find some new lady (laughs) probably when he docks he you know fucks someone well i can't imagine he was like super close to your mother either just like he wasn't super close to you i mean yeah you're only there six months a year you're not gonna be super close yeah maybe he's willing to jump ship because like that's a crazy plan like jump ship and then bring my family over here like that could just not work at all he could just be left in the u.s for exactly yeah so So that that kind of happened so he meets the lady i don't know what kind of arrangement him and my mom did but right he meets the lady they got married and then eventually filed a petition for the three of us you and your brother and sister yes okay so my my sister is seven years older than me my brother is five years older than me Mm -hmm. so i can't remember how old we were i think my sister was 14 my brother was 12 and i was seven Mm -hmm. so they're like okay filed the petition for us to you know to come so he filed a petition and then my brother my sister and i came to wisconsin because that's where where they live and then spent about a month or two there Mm -hmm. and then my sister stayed there and then me and my brother went back home do you remember going there i do that's gotta be what like your first time on a plane oh yeah First like time in a plane. Packing a bag for Pack. the first time, probably. I, I remember. Uh, I'm so That's at- crazy. I was so attached to my mom. I think one of my dad's friend who was also going to Wisconsin uh-huh. um, actually, you know, took us 
to you know kind of accompany us yeah because it was all our first time yeah can't be minors just flying by themselves right so (laughs) i remember him carrying me and i was just like trying to get off his arm and then i actually was able to disengage from him and went in between his legs and ran back to my mom oh wow so you were probably crying oh yeah oh yeah that's that's wild so damn six years old See, that kind of stuff's crazy to me. Six, seven. I have a baby now. I have a five-year-old. could not imagine that happening to him. Like, hey, uh, mom took a boat to the Philippines, so we're going to send you over there. Here's your bag. Get on a plane. Mm -hmm. I mean, Sterling's been on the plane a few times already because he's a spoiled brat, but that's crazy. Six years old. I think my saving grace was, you know, I knew I was going to come back, go back to the Philippines. Did they they try to explain that to you? Like, hey, you're just going for... Mm-hmm. period of time we're gonna bring you back yeah but i was crying every day for like well you're six of course you're 15 almost i think the whole trip yeah that's so. crazy that's a long trip right what is that like a 22 hour flight or something 14 hours oh, that was well crazy. actually 14 hours from california and it's another five or six hours going to wisconsin so you landed in california i think so something well, i'm sure you don't yeah. exactly but that is wild shit now what I might be skipping ahead too much, but what is the point of sending you just to bring you back? So, when you... So, my dad doesn't want us to be living with him right away, all three of us, because, okay. you know... Probably can't afford it. Well, and also, she doesn't. he doesn't want my mom to be alone. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Can't bring you all three at once, because then your mom would just be left alone. Right. That makes sense. And, okay. he, you know, it, we're still too young, anyways, to understand the whole situation. Right. He thought that my sister was old enough to kind of understand it. So that's why when we all went there, mm-hmm. my sister stayed, me and my brother. She stayed and you guys went back. Yeah, I went back. So your sister was ready and you guys were just kind of getting your feet wet. Right. And then feet. two years later, uh, me and my brother went there and then my brother stayed and then I I went back to the Philippines. So that's, so it was the second time. Like, Well, the only reason why we need to go back every two years is to, to, to make sure that it's called a re-entry permit. So it's something you to do with to, the law. You have to go back every two years to be able to keep your immigrant Okay. Status. So you, even though you went back to the Philippines, you had to come back every two years or the petition thing would kind of fall apart? Right. Okay, that makes right. sense. That's crazy. And who, who documents all this stuff? Does your dad have, like, some guy paying attention in the immigration office making no. sure you're coming back every two years like, i don't know i don't understand well I who think, enforces those rules well, i think it's it's when, when the time comes that you gotta apply for the citizenship yeah you then, can kind of show hey i've done all this right because okay. there's there's a certain kind of re-entry permit that expires in two years right <laughs> so there's no guy at your dad's house going hey man he hasn't been here in a year and 11 months let's get him over here <laughs> i don't know why that's what i imagine it's so stupid <laughs> What was the second trip like? A lot better? Because you kind of knew? Yeah, a lot Maybe better. Like, oh, it's going to be a lot easier. A lot better. I know I'm going to come back. Yeah. But... And I also missed my sister, so I had something to look forward to. I was just going to say that, like, both times. That kind of sucks. You lost a sibling each trip. Yeah. That's wild. But like I said, I was a mama's boy, so... But you were close to your mom. brother and sister. Yeah, I, I So was. it's kind of both. Like, I'm oh, really happy to go see my sister. Really happy to come back to my mom. Yeah. That's wild. Just flying back and forth. When did you, you said you finally went for good at 14? So 2004, my my brother and my dad finally 15. moved to California. So do you continue to go back every two years until then? Mm-hmm. So you went a lot of times. Then. A lot of times. That's crazy. I think after, after, I think the third trip, I was flying alone, even though I was a minor. 
Oh wow! There was a there was a program. Yeah, because I guess planners are allowed to fly alone. Yeah, you, the, you just gotta pay extra, so the the stewardess would actually care kind of for you. Care for you? That's yeah. crazy. God, what is that like? The third flight, getting on the plane by yourself? That's still um, kind of scary, right? Like, what if I'm on the wrong plane? What if the plane crashes? Kinda, like, that's crazy. You're still pretty young. But my favorite part of it was. When you land at an airport, they take you to, like, those, like, video games area. Oh, really? Yeah, they have, like, designated... Oh, that's cool. Designated areas for minors flying by yeah. themselves. Yeah, so, that's neat. So it was almost kind of a vacation, almost, I bet. Yeah. The, the American Yeah, because we would always stop in Japan, and then there's always different, you know, games, and we would have a stopover in California or Chicago... So I looked forward to that part. So those stopovers were fun. That yeah. sounds cool. That's crazy. And then one time, I there was like a discrepancy with the seats, so they just sat me in first class. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's back when first class was actually something, right? Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I looked at a first class seat the other day and it was just another seat up there by itself it wasn't first class yeah and well, you, you gotta got, turn to the left to go to first class for well you also well those are also the the international flights so those are big planes big ass planes right so that's real life first class that's crazy so a lot of those planes i remember flying at uh, northwest do you remember that airline sort of but so even back then regular class was better than it is oh, yeah. now, right? Like, you oh, didn't yeah. have to be in first class to enjoy that. Regular leg room and... Well, regular class has guy. had a lot of leg room. But right. then first class was up up the deck, too. Because oh, That's crazy. Because we always flew 747s. I've never even been on a plane that has two decks. Yeah. That's insane. Every plane I've been on, you just turn to the right only, and it's a tiny row of seats, it. and that's it. It's so pathetic. You're such a cool adventurer. <laughs> Giant 747s. Because people don't realize the difference between a 737 and a 747 is like night and day. It's mm-hmm. huge. Someday, maybe I can get on, we'll get on a 747 together. Go on a trip well, or something. You'd show me the way. A380s are much better. Oh, jeez. Okay, <laughs> easy, easy. Calm down. <laughs> we get it. You're fancy. Okay. So, that's crazy. Like, see, this is why you got to do this kind of interview. Because, I mean, I've known you for a while. And I just imagined you took one flight. To California, and then that was it. You moved. You were in the Philippines, and you were in California. Okay, we're done. Like, yeah. So, what were your brother and sister like? Did they were they the same? Were they, uh, you know, happy to get out there, or were they mad? Missed your mom too, or what do you think? Kind of the mix, maybe. Yeah, it's a mix. Yeah. Because uh, two thousand three, I think, um, my dad finally separated from the. We call him, we call her the mistress. Um, <laughs> we, okay, wait. So did you have any? We fucking hated her. You didn't have any sort of relationship with oh, her? Oh, we could not stand her. But she tried? Was she trying to have a relationship and you were like, fuck off, lady, know. you're not She's my mom? A, she was a bitch. Really? Yeah. That's weird. Because she, she also <laughs> had a son. Oh, okay. So she had a real son. That, yeah. So she probably like looked at you guys as like... Yeah. I wonder if she was... Probably a bit racist, probably. Oh, yeah, I think so. Probably like, ugh, these damn Asian kids eating all my rice and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> she didn't eat rice. Not, not the works. <laughs> uh, I told but, myself but, I wouldn't but, make any racist jokes today. But, <laughs> <laughs> but my, my dad finally got a citizenship, and we were all under 18. And the rule was, when you be, when the parent becomes, becomes a citizen, and your kids are under 18 that are immigrants... We um we automatically become citizens too. Especially if you've been doing that two year thing, I bet it's easy yeah. peasy. 
So his plan worked pretty well. Yeah. I guess. But he to petition my mom was gonna take so much longer. Okay, so your mom's like the last step. That's so crazy. what happened was it was easier for my sister to petition my mom. Oh, okay. So Makes sense. Why can't your mom just jump on a cargo ship like he did? <laughs> Lazy. Jeez. <laughs> like, look, I did it, lady. I got all of her kids over here. Now you get on the ship and meet us here. Come on. Yeah, so 2004, my my brother and my sister, my brother and my dad moved here. My sister stayed there because she's already going to college. She, she stayed in like, Michigan? Uh, Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin, sorry. So she stayed on the East Coast because she was already growing up and going to college. Yeah. Since. And then you... And your brother and your dad moved to California? No, so my brother and my dad moved from Wisconsin to California, and in 2004, I flew from the Philippines to California to stay here for good. Well, that was your last trip, and you that just went straight to California? Trip. Yeah. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Again, jumping ahead a little bit, but have you visited the Philippines oh, yeah. since then? I, a lot, or a couple times? Or? A few times. Yeah, so I you went miss home. it, or you want to like move there when you retire or something, or you like Probably. it a lot? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I, I, I want to um, visit the Philippines. It sounds like a cool place. I um, so two thousand four, I didn't go home until two thousand ten. Okay. And then again two thousand seventeen, and that's the last time that okay. I went. Okay, so home. you've been there a couple times since yeah. then. Two thousand seventeen. That was pretty recent. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Took my boyfriend with me. Oh, let's, we'll get into those trips in a minute. Yeah. So um. When you knew getting on that flight, this is your last trip, mm-hmm. I'm moving to California, and I'm not coming back to the Philippines for years, mm-hmm. was that another scary? Yeah. Because that's a bigger step than I know I'm coming back in yeah. years or whatever. Well, I also knew that my mom was shortly going to follow, so that gave me a lot of comfort. But you said it would take a while, though, right? No, my... uh at that point, they had already My, my sister has already filed a petition oh, okay. for her, so it would stuff. only take probably you know, more than a year or something. So still mama's boy, like, oh, yeah. I'll go, sure, but as long as mom's right behind me. Yep. That's crazy. And so when you get to California with your dad and your brother, was it a good dynamic, or was he like... Because yeah. your dad was a crazy cargo ship jumper that married a white lady, but he was nice, right? He was never, like, abusive or anything, or was he? Or? No. He's, he's he's a, a dick, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I mean, like, bad, like, was he an alcoholic? Did he... Like, was no. It, was it, like, no, bad he took coming care. here, like, immediately, like, oh, I want to go back to the Philippines? No. Or it was nice coming here? No. It was nice. That's yeah. what I imagined. Yeah. So, when you come back here, what do you do first? Because you're so educated, right? Because you're already, like, done with high school, sort of? So... Or how I, many years did you finish? So, I, I finished sophomore and started junior... So you finished the first two years, you finished. Mm-hmm. And then, but but then you're an age that you can't just go right into sophomore year here, right? Junior. So the, even though you're under the age, like you got to transfer into the grade you're supposed to be in? So... Well, that's confusing. So you, usually <laughs> when my brother and my sister, you know, came from the Philippines, it was, we were all the same age when we, we permanently stayed in the United States. Oh, that's clever. So we all finished... Uh, junior. So what they had to, what happened to them was they had to go back to freshman. Right. That's what makes sense because. But for me, uh-huh. we told the counselor that we didn't tell them that we didn't have middle school. Uh-huh. We kind of just told them, oh, he got accelerated twice. Uh-huh. That's why skipped he's. That's why he skipped two grades, and they believed us. So, oh my god, that's amazing. So <laughs> when I came here, I was already a junior. That's crazy. Yeah. So what. That had to be hard at that age, right? Or, so, okay, wait, what's what's where, what city were you in in California when you went Anaheim. 
Anaheim. Mm-hmm. So what high school did you go to? Anaheim High School. Okay, should have seen that coming. <laughs> so was it like... Okay, so there's a lot of factors here. You're Asian, which is probably not... Well, probably common by then. But um, you're young for that grade. That's got to be hard. And are you gay yet? Not out, but gay yet? Or... I didn't know what I was yet. None. Didn't know yet? No. So what was that like being with the older kids? Um, didn't matter. You just, you, well, you hung in with them pretty well, good? Well, no. So the first day of school, I got home, I cried, and I said, I don't want to go back to school. Well, that's got to be the hardest day ever. ever. I can imagine. Yeah. Like, and it's not because, it's not because I, I don't, I can't write English or I can't do it. It's just spoken English. Uh-huh. It's the people talking too fast. Right. I can't understand them. Okay, so I want to go back to that too for the listeners because I don't think a lot of people know this. So you learned English in the Philippines. So we learned English ever since the first grade. So kind of like we learned Spanish here. Well, although we don't do it that early. But it's like kind of like, it's a requirement, right? You have to learn English? It's, it's part of the curriculum, yes. Right. That's kind of crazy. I'm sure you don't know, but is there like a reasoning behind that? Like why they don't pick another language or? Well, we were, we were, so when we were taken over by the Spanish, Mm -hmm. the Japanese and the Spanish, the reason why we, we got our independence was because the United States helped us. So a lot of our education system was kind of influenced by, by Americans. Modeled afterwards. Yeah. Except for you screw middle school. Well, because our alphabets, we use the same alphabet. Right. Tagalog uses even, the same alphabet. E- even with our language, we use the same alphabet. So yeah. we, like I said, we learned English ever since first grade. Were there a lot of English-speaking white people in the Philippines? No, right? Like um, when you're, when it, you were, you're, it, I know there's now. Where, where the military areas are, yeah. Oh, that's right, because there's all the military bases and yep. stuff, probably. And you still speak Tagalog, right? I do. I remember when we used to work together at Money Mart, you, you would not, you would pretend you didn't speak Tagalog because you didn't want to talk to the old Filipino yep. ladies because, money. Because all they could say is, are you Filipino? You speak, and now I want to talk to you for 35 minutes when you have a line out the door. Because for some reason, we're related. That was my favorite thing. I tell people that all the time. Yeah, you just faked it. Just pretended not like, to know nope. Tagalog. Nope, don't speak a word of it. Sorry. Uh-uh. Grew up in the Philippines. Don't know it somehow. Like... How do they even believe you? Like, well, a doesn't lot every pe- Filipino speak Tagalog? A lot of people tell me that I don't have a lot of like very heavy Filipino accent. Okay. So I I think that helped a lot. Because I mean it's true you could be mistaken for a Polynesian. Yeah. <laughs> like a bunch of different things, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you could probably just tell them you weren't even Filipino. <laughs> exactly. Oh no, sorry. I'll pass as a Mexican too. Yeah, so. from uh, down in. Sonora, yeah. Sorry, don't speak it. That happens to a, a coworker of mine at work. His name is Thomas. He's um he's American Indian, uh-huh. but he looks he could be Hispanic. And people all the time are like, "What do you mean you don't speak Spanish?" Like all mad at him. That probably happens to you. People, people think you speak Spanish. People would speak to me in Spanish. People would speak to me in Vietnamese too. Oh really? And you're like pretty good handle on Tagalog still, or are you oh, kind of yeah. losing it? But how do you keep a handle on it if you don't use it all the time? Is it just so ingrained? It's yeah. not going to go anywhere? I think uh, when I left Philippines... Well, I guess yeah. that makes sense because you grew up doing it. That yeah. makes sense. Not a dumb question, but that's like, crazy. Like my nephew, he understands Tagalog. He still speaks it a little bit, but I think as he grows older, 
the mic he'd away from like, him. Yeah. He probably won't be able to speak it, but still be able to understand it. So, that's so crazy, like, that your dad can set all that stuff up. Like, he had, like, an apartment waiting for you guys, or uh-huh. a house? Well, they or... were actually living together. Oh, him and the mistress were living uh-huh. together already? And the, kid. And, the, and the other boy. Uh-huh. And he just brings you in, he's got the bed ready, uh-huh. clothes, stuff like that. It's just, you packed, or went shopping, yeah. or... I think a little bit of shopping, but, yeah. Mostly... I know it's kind of boring, but just the logistics of it all yeah. kind of drives me crazy, like... How did he have everything ready to go to just stick you... Like, okay, how long from when you landed in California you were in school? It had to be like a month or something, right? Or did you go like that next Monday? Uh, oh, no. It had to be a while, right? It, had, it, it was a while. everything out? It was a while. Yeah. yeah I think I, I came in during summer. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So probably sense. June. So you didn't come in during the school year anyways? No. That uh-uh. makes sense. Yeah, because my stupid brain puts everything right up next to each other. It's like he landed, he unpacked. That Monday, he was in a school, like, that would be insane. Yeah. <laughs> so that's impossible, but... No, we had some lead time. That makes sense. That's probably how he planned it. When you're going to high school in the U.S., you're still a great student, I imagine? Probably got A's, or... You get any, ever get into any was, sort of trouble was, or anything? I was a B student. Okay. And that yeah. was, uh... You got beat up a lot by your dad for that? <laughs> Just joking, sorry. Bad Asian joke. Because <laughs> they, I mean... With a belt, Yeah. <laughs> Was your dad like that? Was he really strict about school and so No. He, not not maybe of, not typical. None of my parents no, not not the typical like Asian. Like that joke you hear, like an A minus yeah. is bad. You could be up for an A minus sort no. of joke. That's not it wasn't really like that in no, your family. We're, we're we're the um we're the underachieving part of um, Asian people. <laughs> we're the underachieving part. The one. lower rungs of Asians, the Philippines. Those Japanese got us beat at every turn. <laughs> Damn those Japanese. Did you ever get into any, like, trouble or anything? Or no, because... I, was good, I was a good student. I think mainly because I, I, I don't like fighting. Yeah, I'm all. the same way. I've never even been in a fight. But, like, you, did you ever get, like, picked on for being the Asian kid or anything like that? Or did you have to deal with it at all? Or did it kind of all work out okay? I don't remember. Yeah? Because I think I was... God, you were taking a lot in, right? It was like a big cultural change. Yeah, now, now I'm trying to remember. I think I got picked on more in the Philippines than here in the United States. Because <laughs> you were I short or something? Yeah. <laughs> was there a lot of culture shock too? Like first time you ate a hot dog or saw oh, a baseball uh, game or anything like that? What was that like? Well, absolutely. Every, it's funny because the first time I went to, uh, I flew to Wisconsin uh-huh. and it was an op- open, open parking space, right? I was like, Oh my God! There's air conditioning in the in the parking structure because oh, yeah. it was just cold, and in the Philippines, it's it was it's always hot. hot anyway. So you so you think it's air conditioning, <laughs> so but it's really oh just my cold God, outside. It's, it's air conditioning. Also, oh, so okay. So now, see, I I messed up again thinking all the culture shock happened when you moved to California, but it probably happened the first time you came yeah. to Wisconsin. Yeah. Philippines has air conditioning now, or is that still a thing? They just there's, say fuck it, we're hot all the time. There's air conditioning. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I guess but as, as soon as you open the door, it's like there's a wall of humidity that, you know. <laughs> the air conditioning's useless. You that. shower and then you come out, you're, you're, you're sweaty all oh. over again. Okay, so you come <laughs> and like the shock of the coldness is one shock, the weather difference, and what else did you find to be weird here? Or like. Uh, I don't know if it was weird. It was weird. Just, maybe not the right word, just different. It was just everything. Everything's different. Yeah. Um, everything's much nicer. Everything's much cleaner. Right. Because you kind of not only... I mean, yeah, like you said, third world country to a first world country. And were you guys in, like, a nice neighborhood in, yeah. in like, a nice area? So, everybody, yeah, everybody drives a car. Yeah. 
that's weird for you. That's crazy. That was so weird for me. Yeah, that's crazy. The difference is, you know, like, I never thought of that. Our modes of transportation was walking or like public transit. What was uh, the food like when you moved? I imagine your dad was still cooking, like, Filipino food, or did you have a big shock on, like, your first pizza or something weird like that? I think my dad kind of cooked, but also introduced us to, like, new food. To American foods. Yeah, but the the funny thing is, it's not like... I've had pizza in the Philippines before. Right, so it's not so necessarily a huge change. Cause yeah, again, we, we've had little, McDonald's, we've had Burger King so in the Philippines. The Philippines, you would say, is almost a little Americanized. Yeah. Because they speak the language. Correct. And they have a lot of Western influences. And, and we live closer to the city. Oh, okay. So we, we had a lot right. of access Close to... Close to Manila. Yeah, there's a, a lot, lot of that. There. Um, more Americanized That's cool. So it made it probably less of a shock you've had. The McDonald's is better in the Philippines? Or? Oh, yeah. Much better. I, I hear McDonald's <laughs> in other countries is always a lot better. Next time you're out there, you got to hit up a McDonald's. Bring me back something weird. Because they have weird stuff on the menu too, right? Yeah, so in Japan, they actually sell sushi. Yeah, that's the crazy. McDonald's. That's cool. And even if you just go to Hawaii, they have like spam. Yeah, I think everywhere has something fancy, but not Nathan. I've only been to Mexico, if you're talking about out of the country. And that was like once on a trip with my church and like once on a cruise to the white person part. So I know Such a lot a white of traveling. Person. I know this kind of stuff makes me kind of jealous. <laughs> like it's crazy. Like you've had an adventurous life. Like that's pretty cool. Like my a lot of people tell me like, oh, you know, for your show, eventually you have to have somebody interview you. And I was like, yeah, I guess. But what are we gonna talk about? Like I barely remember before ten because I blacked out most of my horrible childhood. And like <laughs> I haven't done anything special with my life. Like if you want to start the interview with. 25 maybe we can talk about some good stuff that happened but anyways so when did you uh start to realize you were gay or uh or another question i normally ask people who was like your first love who did you first connect with do you think god was uh, it a girl or a guy it's a guy okay well i had a girl crush in in elementary okay so i think i think i had like some kind of attraction to men like in high school okay because you, you kind of see like you know when you start hitting yeah um, everybody's hitting puberty puberty right. and you, you you start noticing oh well, that guy that, has a nice arm that's the thing i always like to talk about too is like i didn't know i was heterosexual young i probably didn't realize it till puberty either like mm-hmm. i think everybody realizes it when they're puberty and like sometimes you talk to ignorant straight people talk to gay people thinking like it was a certain age or everybody's different, but it's probably all kind of the same. We all just hit puberty and decide which one we like, right? Well, it's also part of culture. Okay. Right? Ca- Philippines is very Catholic. So they're kind of anti-gay, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Like super anti-gay. Like, like gays are so Persecuted. not accepted. That's crazy. And, and also, in the Philippines, their, their conception as gay is if you're gay, you want to dress up. You want to look like a girl. Oh, okay, so they go full. They go full like cross dresser, right? Or, you know, you want to be a woman. You want to be a woman, be exactly. So that's their only. Which is crazy. Very def- that's kind of happening now. There are some people like that. That's crazy. Yeah, and but that's their only <coughs> def- definition of being gay. That's funny. That's super ignorant. You yeah. always like hear stuff about that. Like that's crazy ignorant that they think that it's wild. I just remember Mr. Jefferson. That's ignorant. <laughs> that's ignorant. I said no South Park jokes. Damn it. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um. So. You had some, like, crushes, like, oh, that guy's handsome, his arms look nice in that sleeveless shirt. But, yeah, I didn't really start, like, 
Well, like you said, first of all, I didn't really know what the definition of gay was. Right. Well, another thing I think people forget is uh, you got to take the sexuality of it out. Mm. Because, like, when you realize you're heterosexual or homosexual, like, it doesn't have to do with sex. It's like an Mm. attraction thing. Or, like, even, like, a a poll thing. Like, oh, you know, I like this person. It doesn't have to be sexual. I think that's where people get lost is they think, oh, your first gay experience must have been sexual. But really, you just kind of thought, oh, that guy's handsome. Mm. And maybe I thought it, too. I don't remember. Maybe when I was nine, I was like, oh, that guy's handsome. But then I, you know, went to women. Who knows how that works. But sorry, the shit is fascinating to me. I think you've heard from my other podcasts. (laughs) I think um, shortly after... I would say, like, probably senior year that I really started feeling, like, the attraction mm-hmm. towards men. But... When did you... Did you ever... Were you ever with a woman? Girlfriend? No. Kissing? Sexually? No. No? I'm a, I'm a platinum star gay. Yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like all the people I've talked to had at least one experience. Do you know what a <laughs> platinum star gay is? Well, I mean, I assume it's a guy that's never been with a woman, but no, there's probably more to it. it's a guy that's never touched a vagina even at birth because I was born C-section. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> you've never touched a vagina not even never. when you were born wow. not even when I was born wow I mean I'm sure the doctor probably like scraped you by on the way out or something. Nope. nope he's like no I made sure I you made sure I had, I had video evidence right <laughs> I was 12 I checked with the doctor that's hilarious I mean you say it as a joke but is that something that's um, coveted in the gay community the fact that you've never been with a woman no no, okay. No. That's scarce. Um, so when did you have your first boyfriend? Because when we... Okay, so for the audience again, when the hell did we meet? I don't know. I'm so bad with years and stuff. 2006 or seven. When did you start Money Mart? I'm so bad with that kind of stuff. Let's not get into it. But we met a long time ago. And when we first met, I I mean, I could have guessed, I guess. But were you out yet? I don't no. think you were, right? No. Okay, yeah. So I didn't know you were gay, but... We made like a lot of gay jokes. Mm-hmm. Did that ever make you uncomfortable, or was it funny? It was. It was. It was. I think it was. It was more funny because there's no animosity behind it. No, because people probably listen to my podcast and they hear me ask asking ignorant questions and make racist jokes and gay jokes. But I am the least homophobic, racist person you'll probably ever meet. Uh-huh. So it's funny because people don't think that about me. So you you had to have seen it coming from a good place, is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, it's. I was funny. never like, eh, fag. Like, it wasn't like that. It's funny you you asked that because at that point I think I was still figuring myself out. Wow, that's crazy. That's so I really old age. well not old age, but so much later in life. I really still, didn't know. Not sure. I really didn't know who I was. Is it because you just never had an opportunity? Were you just not very good at? Try to get a boyfriend or girlfriend? Did you so just I, stay away from I've that? I've always or? had self-esteem issues. Okay, so, so that makes sense. So. I've, I've always thought that... I don't know if it's also cultural because, you know, in the United States, like, oh, those Asians, you know... Well, yeah, and then and, also, I mean, gay gay gets more accepted every year, but back then it was not like it is today. It was still kind of like, uh... Yeah, they I... They were still I, fighting about gay marriage, weren't they? Yeah, like, it, it was accepted, yeah. but it, it's not even that. I think it's it's more being comfortable in my own skin. Culturally. I Asian. couldn't even be comfortable. I couldn't even say I'm gay Yeah, back then. Because... It's almost kind of like you weren't even comfortable being Asian yet. Yeah. So how can you be comfortable being gay? Like, well, that's it's kind of that, that and also, I didn't have any gay friends. I didn't know a community. I didn't belong to anybody. So uh, it was very um, isolating. Yeah. You almost never had a chance to figure out if you're no. gay or not because you weren't 
Because other people I've talked to, they were sluts. They were boning around, figuring it out as soon as they hit puberty. Because I always laugh about that, too. Like, somebody told me that, like, because I couldn't express it my whole youth, once I could express it, I went crazy mm-hmm. and just started having sex with a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. But you never had that part, so you... I mean, you had to be sort of sure, though. Like, you were well, pretty no, sure I'm, I'm gay, but you just didn't, like... I did. Dial it in I yet. knew I was gay. Well, I knew I'm gay. Um, I was knew... gay. <laughs> Trading back and forth? Or I knew... <laughs> I, I knew... Damn I bisexuals. Was, I knew I was gay, but, like I said, I just... I think I didn't want to accept it. Or express it. Or express it. And I think part of that is because I knew my family. I did, I was thinking that my family would not accept me. and That ended up not being true, right? No. Okay, good. And then but. culturally, it was very frowned upon. Right. So I didn't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to be gay. Right. That's sad. Yeah. But it makes a lot of sense. I mean, what you're saying is it would have just been easier if you were mm-hmm. straight. Like, you wish you were straight because yeah. it would have just taken all that part away. Life would have been so much easier. Oh, wait, you're dating a white guy? I am. Okay, hold on. We got to get into that in a minute. <laughs> I don't know why I just assumed you're dating an Asian guy. No. God, I'm racist. Yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> How dare you assume I'm dating an I... Asians are not my type. <laughs> oh, man. This it's, it's, gone it's, off not, it's not my cup of tea. Really? Yeah. That's I, interesting. I was, I was just never attracted to um, Filipinos or Asians. I That's was, interesting. I was attracted to the more light-skinned... Oh. So you're a bit of a racist then. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I mean, first of all, you wouldn't talk to the old Filipino ladies that just wanted a conversation. <laughs> now you're shunning the entire Asian gay community. Say so I date only whites. Sorry, those, guys. Those damn Asians. Those damn Asians, yeah. Uh, that is crazy stuff. Get out of here. <laughs> you still watch South Park a lot? Oh, yeah. So who was your first boyfriend? Did we say that? Uh, well, my, the guy right now? No. No. Okay. Uh, first, first boyfriend was a long distance relationship. Those don't work. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because, because I think because I didn't have any, like, local gay friends or community. Well, also a long distance relationship kind of gives you that buffer. It's not really committing yes. to it the first time. And I, so I turned into online, you know, I, I, makes went, sense. I went into those chat rooms. Oh my God. I remember those MSN <laughs> chat rooms. Yeah. Those are horrible. Yeah. Um, so you kind of, so you didn't have the gay community. You didn't have gay friends, mm. which I guess, what do you think that, why, like why, why was that lacking in your life? You just didn't search it out or it just didn't appear to you or. It's because I didn't want to be gay. I, I guess cause you were still fighting. Yeah. That makes sense. I was still fighting at every step of the way. So you have no real uh, gay people in your life, so you turn to the internet. Yeah. Which is maybe not the best place to turn to for yeah, sex well, back then. Well, it, it wasn't really <laughs> sex, too, either. It's just Let's say that's me again putting in the sex into it, but trying it's really not to, that. Yeah, trying, trying to, to figure it out. Trying to figure out and trying to find people who are in the same boat as me. Right. That's still trying to figure out who, who I was. Yeah. Um, so I started talking to this guy in Lebanon. Wow, that's really long distance. Yeah, I thought you were talking about like a couple states away or no, something. No, Lebanon. That was t- probably 2000. So all this is after I already knew you, right? Or 2008. Or like about the same yeah, time. Yeah, about the same time. That's crazy. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't have. 2000. I, mean, I don't want to say I wouldn't have guessed you were gay because you were a little bit. But I'm also Asian, so I'm yeah. Feminine. That I, I mean, that's a funny joke, but it's true. 
I think I've said that phrase before. Like, I think he's gay, but he might just be Asian. It's like it's, it's like it's like right now. I'm I don't know if he's European or he's gay. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's so true, and it's kind of funny because that culture hates the gays so much, but they're kind of for friends. Well, it's I, weird. Yeah, it's 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 just it's funny. a weird. Yeah, no, that's true. I think I said that to my wife one time when she first asked about you. I'm like, yeah, I think he's gay, but he might just be Asian. I don't know. It's hard to, because Asians are kind of well put together. They dress nice. I mean, it's all like generalization. Well, I dress but... nice because I spent a long time in the closet. So <laughs> now I'm I in bet. the closet. Now I'm in the closet too. All right, so if any of this makes it in the recording, for the listeners, we used to, God, we used to listen to, like, 12 hours a day of South Park on your, because we... At we, least eight. Well, there, not a day, but it was a week. Uh, there was, like, every Saturday, it was just you and me running the store, and we just had it on, the and we yeah. did the long shift. So it was just endless, and then we got to the point where we stopped watching it, and we just listened to it, like, like a... Like it's a almost like a show. background music. Right, and then that's when you started to memorize it. Uh-huh. And, so we're both South Park super fans. Right now I could still sing the Imagination song. And that's, <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know what the Imagination song is, that's stupid because it's just the word imagination over and over again. But there is a way to sing it. Uh-huh. Because somebody will say imagination. It still happens to this day, like recently. Somebody will just say imagination. Song. Imagination. That half-step key change. <laughs> that's perfect. Oh, whenever it's playing, I would sing along with oh, it, and, yeah. and my boyfriend, John, would just look at me, he's like, what the hell are you on? Are you... <laughs> or are or you how okay? do you know when the inflection changes? And it's funny, because you can't write that kind of shit down. It's just in my head. I know when he goes up and down, and like... <laughs> you know, the best ones, though, the songs I still sing a lot to myself is the Carmen songs, like, because he would sing, like, the bedtime songs to Butters. And, uh... The fucking Christian album. Fate Plus One. Oh my god, those songs are so fucking funny. I still know all those songs. When I heart. get down on my knees and start pleasing Jesus. <laughs> not the whisper. You could say it. it's not on a it's not a family <laughs> podcast. Uh no, but that's so funny. Okay. <clears throat> Enough South Park. So first guy in Lebanon, what happened there? Did you ever meet up with him or I did. Um gosh. So we were talking for uh couple of years and and i think i connected with him because he's also in kind of the same situation right almost, Lebanon, almost the exact same situation it's, it's yeah. illegal to be gay in in the middle east you pretty much get prosecuted right. right it's illegal it's illegal okay i thought you said legal no it's illegal. yeah no yeah i mean it's like, illegal but you know there's still like the gay district there it's kind of like ignoring it but it's right. still illegal you turn the other face but you're right. not boning some guy but out of the park you might I, get shot you know, we became best friends, mm-hmm. however you call it. But, you know, we did have an actual connection. That's cool. I, I went there 2010. Well, you went you went to Lebanon. I went to Lebanon. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. I went to Lebanon. Such a world traveler. 2010. 2010. I was, it was terrifying because I, I've never met this guy, right? Well, yeah. Okay, but now, do you think you were more apt to do it because you've gotten on a plane and gone to a place you have no idea about like for me if i met a lady online in lebanon i would not fucking fly there because that would terrify me but i feel like maybe you were a little more like prepared for it because you've done that kind of thing in your life yeah probably just the traveling part right getting on the plane by yourself but but still meeting someone in a foreign country potentially a dangerous country for gays especially now how long have you been talking to them at this point about 
a, few, a couple years. Okay, so it's actually it's, at least it's been a while. Cause yeah. Be, at least not the guy you met last month or something. At least like, I knew you. I knew what he looked like. Right, and <laughs> you, you know, were, we chatted online, and you were pretty positive he wasn't gonna like rob you or something crazy. Well, I thought he would rape me to death, but <laughs> at least I would have fun. Right? We were hoping for that. I think. <laughs> Come on, rapist. <laughs> so okay. I didn't you, have the rape whistle. You were still a virgin at this point, right? Uh, yes. Now, like, what do they call it? Platinum virgin? Like, not, no oral kissing? Oh, you I... just kind of, like, sexually stunted at that point? Yeah, I, I don't think... No, shit, I can't remember. Yeah, I, I've never had sex before. Wait, now you have. <laughs> no, Hold like, be, before I met him. Before Lebanon. Okay, so you're a virgin... Still wondering if you're 100% gay and you flew to Lebanon to meet this guy. That is kind of insane. First of all, how did you afford that? You know what? Isn't a flight to Lebanon pretty expensive? Student loans, dude. <laughs> you use college money to fly to Lebanon? Uh-huh. Because I remember getting grants uh, when I was going to CrossFit Fullerton. So I didn't really have to take a loan. Uh-huh. But I still took the loan so I could take vacations. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah. Oh, well, you're clever Asians. Find money everywhere. You know what? No. I've, I've had sex before. I'm sorry. Because I was already 21 when I actually flew. The, f- the first time I had sex was when I was about 18 years old. Yeah, we'll yeah. spare the audience that story. Yeah. But <laughs> No, they can know. Well, well okay. So <laughs> that, was, that was with the man though, right? Yeah. Your first sexual encounter? Yeah. Now, how did you find that guy? If you Craigslist. Have... Craigslist. Okay. In the back of my dad's car. No way. In our garage. No way. That was my first sexual experience. <laughs> That's wild. It's so trashy. Now, but at that point, you're seeking out sex, right? Yeah. You want to get your rocks off at that point, essentially. Yeah. And that worked out well? Hot guy you found on Craigslist? Or was Pretty cute. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Like guy? We- weirdo. Well, like, obviously, you guys didn't know anything together. There's got to be some problem was, with him. He was Hispanic, but he was very light-skinned. So you all, even when the other races, you go light-skinned. Yeah. Yeah, you are racist. That's great. <laughs> well, by today's standards, you're racist. I am. You're not really racist. That's crazy. Okay, so what happened with that guy? You flew yeah. back from Lebanon, and then it just didn't pan out? or? Oh, no. We, we stayed in touch for a long time. So I went there, and it, we didn't really kind of talk about what we were. We just uh-huh. knew we were... Kind of like more unspoken, than good friends, unspoken truth. Yeah, um, but then also, you know, after um, after after that meeting, you know, it's like he he had a boyfriend like a couple of months later. Uh-huh. So I was pretty fucking heartbroken. Well, yeah, it's your for first, a long time. First heartbreak, and then also at this point, you kind of have to start telling people, right? Because you're flying to Lebanon to meet yeah. this guy and. Yeah. Like how do you hide gay for much longer? Yeah, so so I flew there for much longer. Two thousand ten, and then I think shortly after, I two thousand ten. That's when I also started teaching at the gym. Oh, okay. I started teaching like kickboxing and stuff. And you, you started know, getting into shape, right? Yeah. You're still, you still got the abs. You're ripped. I'm not ripped. No, but you, I mean, you're not me. Well, I mean, I'm a fat guy. <laughs> trying to lose weight but no i no i'm still very active but that's when i started really working out and you know um really started feeling good about myself i think it, it yeah. goes back to like self-esteem self-acceptance right. so you finally kind of got your one out and then that made you think okay 
I'm gay. I like that. Mm-hmm. Now let me work on myself. I like the penis. <laughs> you know? I Gets that drop. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new ringtone. No, but um, do you, you think you tried to work out to become something guys would want, right? Like, at that point, you're trying to, like, become oh, yeah. gay, right? Because... Stere- stereotypical gay. Right, because like, in the gay community, you can't yeah. be a flabby guy, or then you're, like, a bear, we, right? We, we like call me. it uh, straight skinny and gay fat. That's Remember? right. We used to say that all yep. the time. That's right. My my, And I got that from Johnny and Rudy. The same uh-huh. guys I was talking about, because Johnny's skinny, or, or uh, Rudy is gay fat, even though he's not fat at all. Uh-huh. Yeah, and Johnny is gay skinny. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but talk about that um, I started meeting people who are, you know... You know, my best friend until now, I, her name's Tula. Um, I met her through the gym, but I started having those friends. They're not gay, but they had gay friends, so I knew right. that they're um, accepting supporters, right? Or yeah, they call it. There's a word for that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. So the, so I found I found my group of people that right, would kinda, accept me for who I am. So. Well, because you got like out of school and out of work and like into more social things right. like the gym and stuff, right? And there's probably a bunch of gays at the gym, so that's good. Lots of <laughs> Lots of gays everywhere at the gym. Last thing I want to do before we go, your guy now. So how did you guys meet? Grinder. Grinder. Yeah. <laughs> so so like I Grindr, said, Grinder, my old friend. So I was talked about a lot of Grinder. Like I said, before. I was I was I went back to Lebanon like a couple more times. Oh really? I so 2000, 2010, 2012, and I think two thousand fourteen. Mm-hmm. Those are the three times because I had become good friends with his family, mm-hmm. and um, the second time I was there, her sister, his sister, got engaged, right? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Well, now you gotta come to my wedding." So yeah. I actually went there two more times. Oh, wow. that's so, cool. Um, but Lebanese wedding. See, and I remember you going weddings. to Lebanon a yeah. lot, and I think I, I think probably then is when I was starting to put it together too. Like yeah. going to see my friend in Lebanon. I'm like, okay, man, are you sure? Go see your friend in Lebanon. So. But yeah, I was I was hung up with him. I would date guys, see see guys in between, but I was always just hung up with that and stupid then, relationship. And then when he got whatever, when he moved on, you were just heartbroken. Oh and yeah, kind of. That probably took a while to get back on the horse. So. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean, I was kind of convincing myself, but like I said, it's still in the back of my head. Like, yeah, I was just hung up. Do you still have any contact with that guy today? I mean, he's like in Facebook, social media. Facebook contact? Yeah, but... kind of cool. You know... It, I mean, I mean, he was an important part of your life, He was. Right? Yeah. And, it's and like, like you said, you had a connection. And, and there's no hard feelings, you know? Right, that's I've what I mean. Like, 100% moved on. Like, right, if I okay. see him... Now you've moved on, that's good. Yeah, if, if I see him, like, I... There's no feelings anymore. That's good. You know? That's good. And then, so, what is your boyfriend... Boyfriend's boyfriend name. What is John. his name? John. Uh, Sorry, you said, so white. Said that a million times already. John but... Hill. So white. John Hill. <laughs> wow, that is white. <laughs> that's amazing. That's like Hank Hill almost. That's as bad as Hank Hill. Yeah. Hill. That's hilarious. Uh, and you guys met through Grinder. We met a Grinder. Uh, I gotta ask this question because that's what Grinder is. Was it originally just trying to find sex, or what were you was. looking for? He was. He was. But you were looking for a boyfriend. Uh, at that maybe? point, I was just like so over like the the, the sex Grinder scene. Yeah. So anybody who would talk to me who was, hey, you know, you, you know, saying hey, like I know what their intentions are, I would say, 
hey, by the way, I'm not looking for sex. If you want to talk, let's meet for a coffee. Yeah. So and that would, just kind of weed out a lot of... Good. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of a self-selecting group yeah. of people. And, you know, people say, you know, Grindr is for hookups. Yeah, it is, but it's also what you make it. A lot of a lot of dating apps, it is what you make it. Yeah, I think Grindr's gotten kind of a bad rap. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was like that more at first. I feel like... It still is. Gotten, well, yeah, but I feel like it's gotten a lot less. Like, people do meet boyfriends on Grindr now. But my, yeah, the other I guy mean, interviewed There are Sydney. stories, yeah. Yeah, so there are success stories for There Grindr. are success stories. <laughs> well, I guess boning guys all day is a success story, too. Oh, shoot. <laughs> but I yeah, I, I was just kind of over that scene. Right, so you were kind of being selective. Yeah. And then John came along, and what happened there? Well, so kind of a backstory there. Like I, like I said, I was so hung up. And then 2014, my mom and dad separated. Okay. I we I found that, that yeah we we found out that my dad cheated on my mom and has a kid in the Philippines around like end of 2014. Wait, didn't you already know your mom, dad cheated? On your mom? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it yeah. was pretty expected, right? I would imagine, but you know, maybe and, they had put all that behind them and then it happened again, sort of thing. I don't know, but yeah, that's crazy. Anyways, that was like the straw. So they separated. I sent him back to the Philippines. Um, home you have no business being here anymore yeah um but then at that I, point i met your father once at a I, barbecue I or something so. i think so i know i've met your mom but i see i know i met your dad but I well sure you like, met my mom oh, <laughs> very familiar with your mother let's not get into that fuck that lady could cook i remember that yes. time we went to that barbecue that was some of the best food i've ever had yeah oh she can yeah Ugh. um okay so you meet him on grinder and how does that happen? Do you guys just get, like you said, just get coffee well, the first no, so, time? Or, oh, sorry. So Your like, backstory. Yeah, yeah, so like I said, like, when my mom and dad separated, yeah. I told myself, I was like, fuck, my family's broken. I was mm-hmm. like, why am I, how am I okay with this and still hung up with my stupid long-distance relationship? Right. And I, and I, I truly think at that point, I really started opening myself up. Yeah. And, you know, I was meeting, you know, guys, but I was still probably closed off. Right. So... I met John at the right time. Okay, we, so you kind of met him once you were, like, opened up again? Yeah. Over the last guy? Yeah. So that worked um, out good timing? Yeah, it was it was good timing. And it, it was a match. Um, he, he said, hey, you know, what's up? Um, and he's like, I was Did like, you, hey, how are you doing? He's like, I'm kind of horny. I'm like, well, I, I gave, gave him the sex I was like, if, yeah. if you want to, you know, meet up for a coffee, we met up at Starbucks um, across the street, actually. Oh, really? That's the cool. next day, and we, we talked for two hours. Oh, wow. That's how you know. Um, that's how I knew. And yeah. My first, that big, long my, my, my first thing I liked about him was never in that two hours, he looked at his phone. Oh, because okay. that was my number one pet peeve. Right. Meeting people. I'll say, if you can't concentrate on a conversation. Right, for a full conversation, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. So he, he, he did all the right things sort he of did. thing. Yep. And he wasn't Asian? He was wasn't good. Asian. He was white. Yeah. <laughs> my my so, mother would approve. <laughs> so did you filter out that way too? Okay, you had to, right? People you're attracted to? Yeah, I so mean. Like a no Asian button on grinders. <laughs> yeah, I filtered out the Asian button. I did. That's the only button, though. That's, That's the, the only one. No, we, oh, and black people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we gotta do. But um, <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 purely. So a, everything kind of just went right. Yeah, you were at the right time. I'm sure he was at the right time, and he was attractive. So, and then, uh, how long before you moved in together in this lovely apartment we're sitting in? A couple, a couple years. That's good. So you guys got a real steady thing. Oh, yeah. So you've been together since what? Six years. Two thousand fifteen. Well, that's good. 
I met him Congrats, May. Man. Yeah, cool. I, I met him May 2015, and then we became official July 4th, 2015. Oh, man. That's um, awesome to hear. Yeah. Um, any plans of marriage? or? We talked about it. Talked about it a little but bit. But cool. I'd rather invest in a house than a... Well, you don't have to pay for an expensive wedding to get married. Uh, true. Do yeah. you ever want children? Like adopting or in vitro or something? Or no? I don't know. I don't know. You don't need to. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we you have, got your nephews and stuff, right? We have a puppy. Well, but I feel like you get a lot from your nephews, probably that I like do. kind of fills and out can, that want. I could give him back. Yeah, I could send him home. <laughs> right. Cool. Well, I still don't know how to end these things, but uh, I guess thanks for being on my show. You enjoyed it slightly, I hope. I did. Okay, that's fine. We'll end it there. That's the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. If you liked today's episode. Please subscribe, share, and leave a review. Join us next week for an all-new episode where I interview my wife's Uncle Joe about his time in the music industry. Thanks again for listening, and be kind to each other.